Hello, and welcome to the Get Lean and Eat Clean podcast. My name is Brian Grin. I'm a certified health coach, trainer, and author. And this podcast is for middle-aged men and women looking to optimize their health and get their bodies back to what it once was 10 to 15 years ago. I will give you simple, actionable items to get long-term sustainable results. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. All right, welcome to the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. My name is Brian Grin, and I hope you're having a great day. Uh, happy Tuesday, if you're listening to this on Tuesday. And I'm excited to talk to you about a topic that's maybe a bit controversial in the health and wellness arena. You have people that have differing opinions about it, and that's counting calories. And sort of what, what is the best way to lose excess body fat? Now, uh, it's, I wouldn't say this is necessarily a black or white thing. Um, you know, for me, counting calories has never been a part of my life um, or my clients. I don't, I don't really promote it. I promote eating nutrient-dense foods that are satiating and that give you prolonged energy. Now, some people need to count calories sort of as a, a accountability, a check and balance, uh, just to make sure that they're on, on track. Um, calories do play a role. Um, but a more prominent role would be insulin. And I'm going to discuss a little bit about insulin today and, and the role that it, that it has in helping you lose excess body fat, because that's what it's all about. Well, for most people, <laughs> for a lot of people listening to this program. Um, and so let's just take an example of two foods that have the equal caloric value. So same calorie. Um, same calorie value on these two foods. One is a plate of lettuce and the other one is a sugar cookie. Now, um, the metabolic of these foods are completely different, yet they have the same caloric value. I mean, a sugar cookie is going to stimulate insulin and it's not going to really have any effect on any satiety hormone. So it's not going to fill you up. Lettuce, on the other hand, is going to fill you up and it's not, and it's not going to really stimulate insulin that much. So that's just a small example. But, you know, while the calorie in calorie out um, equation does remain true in some sense, um, there are numerous other variables that influence the end result in terms of body composition and notably whether your body burns or stores these caloric energy that you ingest. So to understand weight loss, we need to understand what our body really cares about. And it's all about hormones, predominantly insulin. I mean, hormones run everything in our body and our body sort of gains and loses fat according to detailed hormonal instructions from our brain. So the rise and fall of insulin is the main stimulus to weight gain. Um, you know, so foods that are, let's just say more fattening, uh, would be foods that are going to really stimulate insulin. Like in my example, the sugar cookie and, you know, something like broccoli or a piece of lettuce or, um, <clears throat> you know, even like, um, if you're talking about breads, you can say the example between Ezekiel bread and white bread, one's going to stimulate insulin a lot more than the other is, um, in so our body, you know, it pays attention to calories, but more importantly, you need to understand the language of insulin. 
if you really want to sort of understand weight loss and body fat percentage. And uh, insulin is our master hormone. It's, uh, it's, its role is facilitating the transport of nutrients and hormones to target organs and storage depots in the body. So a healthy level of insulin production allows the liver, muscle, and fat cells to repair, regenerate, and store energy for future use. So insulin has a lot of different roles. Um, it has a beneficial effect on muscle growth, regeneration, and on the delivery of hormones to different organs in our body. Um, so insulin's a major transport and storage hormone in the bloodstream. And so the function of many other hormones are affected by insulin. So like, for example, chronically excessive insulin production uh, can interfere with the optimal function of appetite hormones, sleep hormones, thyroid hormones, sex hormones, and stress hormones. So a diet that promotes hyperinsulinemia, which is chronically high insulin levels, promotes a vicious cycle of, first of all, excess ca calorie consumption, inhibited energy burning, and excess energy storage, which we don't want. When insulin production is chronically excessive, the body sort of locked in what's this like fat storage mode. Okay. And it, this is, this is when the dangerous condition of what's called insulin resistance can ensue. So you're probably asking, well, how do we lose excess body fat? What does this all mean to me? And losing excess body fat involves having a certain portion of your daily energy requirements from your stored body fat. Um, unless you're 4% body fat or below, we have plenty of stored body fat to use for energy. So a lot of that's becoming, you hear, you hear a lot of people talk about becoming fat or keto adapted and becoming less reliant on ingested carbs and external sources of energy. If you're always ingested in, um, high levels of carbs, your body is never going to be able to tap into your own stores, um, for energy. Now, one way, one example would be, let's just say you're eating breakfast or you're eating lunch and you have, uh, bacon and eggs, right? So you have good fats and a little bit of protein in there as well. These are fat calories that can be used as energy. Now there's not going to be much insulin produced during this meal, which is good. Right. And another way of doing that would be like skipping breakfast right? This will compel the body to derive fat calories from your storage depots, um, as energy and skipping meals, right? <clears throat> Essentially is intermittent fasting, right? And you've heard me talked about this before. Um, in my opinion, it's the most powerful way to control insulin levels. And not only does intermittent fasting help control insulin levels, but human growth hormone can also be increased. There are studies regarding that. Um, Another benefit would be cell repair, right? The body, it's sort of the self-cleaning. You, you hear it as autophagy. Um, the body induces like this cell repair process and it removes waste material from your cells. So the bottom line is the most powerful way to control insulin levels is through eating whole foods that are satiating and nutrient dense. Um, and that could be, for example, that could be, um, a ribeye <laughs> that could be a ribeye. And that could be, um, if you eat nose to tail, that's great as well. 
maybe some organ organ meats in, in there as well. Um, and if you, if you, if salads don't bother you, you know, those aren't going to rise insulin, a piece of broccoli won't either. You know, some people don't agree with that. Um, as far as like, um, digestion is concerned, I, I just had uh, Dr. Judy Choi and, um, you know, she's pretty much plain meat-based. I'm not saying you have to be meat-based, but there's a lot of nutrients in meat. And if you do that and you combine that with intermittent fasting, you're going to see some really profound results. Um, so the bottom line is when you fast, your insulin levels will fall, your growth, human growth hormone can increase, and you're going to, um, sort of start this process of cell repair, um, which, you know, if you think about it, comparing to like taking your car in for, um, a checkup and the wheels, uh, and the wheels balanced and, and things like that. So, um, many other benefits, but those are just some of them. So bottom line is, you know, you can count calories but it's not going to mean as much as unless you understand how foods impact your insulin levels. And one of the main ways to do that is to just eat nutrient dense whole foods and start intermittent fasting. So anyways, I hope this helps, gives you a little bit idea. Calories do matter, but minimally to the effect of how insulin is being produced in our body by the foods that we're eating. So hope this helps. Let me know if you have any questions, feel free to write a review. I would love it. Um, and enjoy the rest of your day. Hey, get lean, eat clean nation. Are you a man between the ages of 40 and 60 years old, looking to lose inches around your waist, have significantly more energy throughout the day and gain muscle all while minimizing the risk of injuries? Well, I'm looking for three to five people to work one-on-one -on -one with in my fat burner blueprint signature program, which I've developed by utilizing my 15 years experience in the health and fitness space. This program is designed specifically for those committed to making serious progress towards our health goals over the next six months. We will focus on sleep, stress, nutrition, meal timing, and building lean muscle. If this sounds like a fit for you, email me at brian at briangrin.com with the subject line blueprint. That's brian at briangrin.com with the subject line blueprint. Thanks for listening to the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. I understand there are millions of other podcasts out there and you've chosen to listen to mine and I appreciate that. Check out the show notes at briangrin.com for everything that was mentioned in this episode. Feel free to subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend or family member that's looking to get their body back to what it once was. Thanks again and have a great day.